Records. Music was Misaki. Uh, I hate butchering names, goddammit. Misaki. If they didn't Mitsara. want to butcher, they should have picked American <laughs> names. <laughs> like Abraham <laughs> Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, it's the Anime Summit Podcast. Welcome back. And as you can see, I'm Danny. Well, as you can hear, really. But Sam isn't here. So I, me, it, it's it's the dynamic duo right now. And I have with me, I have Nick. Cooking is so fun. Cooking is so fun. Now it's time. Oh God. Now it's time uh, to take no, a break no. and see what we have we got, done. We got to start over for a second. I got post nasal <laughs> drip and it was like choking me when I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just keep going. Fuck it. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I really do have like post nasal drip and it, it was. I couldn't finish the sentence. <laughs> it's fine. I finished it for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well hello guys yes it's just me and nick today sam's not here she's taking a little a little break for the week so um a little breakerino little break it's fine we all need it and she definitely deserves it because i feel wait like when was the last time you had a break um you're having one next week i don't remember i think i feel like i had one recently i don't know i don't remember i feel like it was like two months oh no my break was when um i was moving oh yeah well that was a while ago well that was like it was like in november so and i took like the entire month off really so and like half of december as well we should just have solo casts. Let's <laughs> just all do solo casts. Oh, God. Uh, I'm actually going to plan on doing one for this weekend, so. Yeah, anyway. I got to get back on the horse. Yeah. Well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Everything Alrighty. is my problem. I can't I can't get up and do anything. <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> I'm using okay. a crappy laptop from 2014. <laughs> yeah, hurry up and get a new one, please. Thank you. Um, anyway, but since it's just me and Nick today, uh, we're going to give you guys something really fun. Uh, we decided to do a show swap. Um, and we actually forgot to announce that we were doing this like two weeks ago. Um but oh, to give the fans a time to see Sam always says we want to keep it a surprise but I'm like I, I kind of want to give people a heads up so they can I mean, watch it, it would yeah it's it would be f- nice to like tell let's, people let's trash talk Sam a little this. bit but I and I remember but I remember because when you were when you went away we didn't we decided not to announce it that because you were away and then last week, oh, yeah, we completely yeah, yeah. forgot to announce it because we did the jujitsu. We did the Jujutsu Kaisen uh, movie, so we kind of yeah, fucked just didn't up work. there. We could have at least like tweeted it. I have I haven't logged into Twitter in so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, here's your announcement. Uh, we're doing a show swap. 
<laughs> in about five minutes, we're in a show spot. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about uh, Azamanga Dayo and Black Lagoon. Luckily, these are older shows, so a lot of people have seen them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. So, but if you haven't seen them, we're gonna well, we're gonna probably have. Some, I mean, you can't really spoil Azamanga Dayo, but we're gonna have like some light spoilers, you know. Light spoilers. Nothing too crazy. Black Lagoon, I guess you could spoil a bit. Yeah, just a little. Um, it's definitely it's, Black Lagoon. Definitely has a a bigger plot than Azamanga Dayo, though. So yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about that, which is fun. Uh, but before that, uh, check out links.animesummit.net. That's where you can find all our social media, our Discord, and everything like that. Um, you know. Spotify, that's where you find everything that you can um, see us and listen to us and hang out with us, especially on Discord. So, um, and Nick, what's our listener question of the week? Listener question of the week. This is from Gizmo. Who, what is your favorite guilty pleasure anime? I almost said, who is your favorite? Um, alternative question for Nick, since he knows no shame, what is your favorite deadpan lolly? Or who's your favorite <laughs> oh, I mix up the who and what. Yeah. G- favorite guilty pleasure. Uh, I would say, honestly, I feel like my guilty pleasure is a uh, magical girl site. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, I got to rewatch <laughs> that one. She just gets beat up. She <laughs> fucking messed up. <laughs> it's so fucked up but i don't know it's it's really hard to not enjoy how bad that show is like you can tell that it's trying to be like madoka but it's it it has potential but it's it's really not it's not there for you so yeah i agree what about so you, that, Nick? Like, Do you have a, a, with, a different one? I'm kind of scrolling through my list. Uh, okay, no, I'm not gonna count like the one out of ten stuff because I don't. I wouldn't like. I don't know. That's like too much. That's like more than. That's beyond a guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> a one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Fully coolly progressive. That's mine. Ugh. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate that show. No thanks. Okay. Uh, let's see. <laughs> okay, Himauto Umaru-chan, I gave I gave it like a higher score than some people, but I mean it's not like the best show ever, but it's hilarious because Umaru 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 Umaru, she is, is just like such a brat. Like, the orange hoodie thing. Yeah, she's like a perfect okay. student, and then she comes home and she torments her brother, and she turns into like a little chibi girl and just like drinks coke and plays video games. <laughs> so yeah. Mouth to Marachan, guilty pleasure. And what's your what's your deadpan lolly? Deadpan lolly, uh, I'm gonna say Beatrice right now from ReZero because I have her on my desk as an Android. Oh, okay. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> That's what she says all the time. <laughs> all right. Well that I, re- I need to watch more ReZero. There's a lot of talking in that show, so I'd have to binge it. And make sure you don't watch it at two times speed. <laughs> that just makes it better. 
anyway, so uh, Waifu and Husbando is uh, Sakaki from Azamanga uh, Dayo, and Husbando is Rakuro Rock. Uh, Aku- they call him Rock. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, that's his, that's his nickname. Um, Akujima from Black Lagoon. I think we've actually picked Revy way, way, way back in one of our early episodes as a waifu already, I think. So, um, yeah. Plus, there's no dudes in Azamanga Dayo. It's no, all, there it's all isn't. Girls and, and like a creepy yeah, teacher. So. I, I mean, personally, I probably would have picked Edda for waifu. Is I that mean, the that's the, that nun. the Russian lady? No, oh no, the nun. the nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nun with the sunglasses. So, um, but yeah. So Balalaika, let's that's what I was of. let's just jump right in here on our first uh, show for our show swap. Um, so and we're gonna, gonna start. We're gonna that, tell Nick? each other the summary, and then the other person's gonna like <laughs> react to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give us our. We're our pretending we're in an and elevator. Our, and our expectations on on what we thought of watching this show. All right, I'm um, going up to my business meeting on the 20th floor. <laughs> I'm I'm entering the elevator. Sam, insert the ding sound here. Oh, Danny, God. you got to pitch me an anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So I I recommended uh, three shows for Nick to watch. Um. And one of them that Nick picked out uh, out of the three. Oh, I remember. So the three shows that I had him choose from was Azamanga Dial, Oh My Goddess, and Chobits. And immediately I kind of regretted putting Azamanga Dial on those three, like, three picks. Because I knew he was going to pick it. Yeah, so, so what? It's a classic. Anyway, yeah. Um, but he didn't finish it. He had it on hold on his mal list. So I figured this would be a great opportunity for Nick to finish it. So. So Azamanga Dayo is from spring uh, 2002, and a studio uh, JC staff director Hiroshi uh, Nishikori, I hope I pronounced that right. I'm sorry, I'm butchering names. Um, so he's di- he did like some Love Hina and everything. He, he directed the first uh, Trinity 7 movie. Um, and music was Misaki, uh, I hate butchering names, goddammit, Misaki If they didn't want them butchered, they should have picked American (laughs) names. Like Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Misaki uh, Kirihara did the music. Script, there's three people, there's, um... Oh, frick. God damn it. Oh, this is so bad. I hate this. Um, uh, Just skip it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I want to give them credit at least. Uh, Three Japanese people. They're good at writing. (laughs) 
this is where we need some yeah uh. <laughs> we need the we need the the yakuza voice too <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but the source material is a manga by uh um azuma uh kirohiko and but the summary for it is um a 10 year old child prodigy named chiyo mihama sold uh is finding it tough fitting in at her high school with girls five years older than her um asuka uh no ahsoka a dim-witted uh with a weird take on the world tomo a a powder keg that goes off at a moment's notice kagura the competitive athlete uh, Yomi, the hothead, and Sakaki, timid and most obsessed with uh, the love of animals. Um, that isn't uh, she. She's just really misunderstood. She looks scary, but she's actually just like super, super sweet. Um, and they just go about. It's literally a slice of life. Um, it's kind of like Nichijo. Um, literally, kind of not like episodic, but kind of more like short stories within like there's like three stories that happens in one episode so yeah like four coma mm-hmm, yeah there you go um so it's 26 episodes uh there is also a uh movie but it's like a very short movie uh and then there is there there was an ona which it was like a short, it was just one episode, it was three minutes long. So, but uh, yeah. Um, Nick, what did you think of it? Well, I thought it was great. And I think of course it'll be did. an anime classic in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, it is an anime classic. No, it is, like, yeah. I, I grew up with with this. It this feels is like my it was made Joe. this year, pretty much. Like, it's, it's crazy because. Um, Azumanga Dial like really inspired a lot of the modern comedy rom like rom com not even mm-hmm. rom com it's just it's a situate it's a sitcom anime sitcom. Um, it has a little bit of slice of life elements to it, but it's mostly like a sitcom. So it really feels it's still like it's it's weird it's kind of like uh, like Lord of the Rings or Dune because like it's still really good and relevant, but also you could see where other like future shows have borrowed from it. Yeah. Like, you know, K on and lucky star and, um, any slice of life from any year, pretty much. (laughs) And this wasn't the first one, obviously, but, um, you had like stuff, you know, way back in like the eighties that was, that was, uh, like rom-com, you know, sitcom type stuff. But this one is more of a kind of like a more modern take on that. Even though it's 20 years old. It's 20 years old by now. It is. Yeah, it is 20 years old. Holy shit. That's crazy. I feel like uh, it definitely aged well. Like, I I know most, like, early 2000s stuff doesn't, like, looks a little janky sometimes. But this actually, I I wasn't able to rewatch this, unfortunately. I only watched maybe, like, a couple of the first episodes. And that first episode definitely really looked nice. Yeah, and they usually do, especially for older anime. They would put a bunch more budget into those first few episodes, mm-hmm. so you'd buy the the DVD, you know, and then the like the middle up, a couple of middle episodes would like drop off. Um, but yeah, this one was nice because like they didn't have to draw like 
Gundams or anything. They weren't doing crazy <laughs> battles or whatever. It was just kind of like they're in a school. They're in like simple settings, but it still looked good. Like it still it, it was good. Um, yeah, I I like the characters a lot in Azumanga Dial. That's like kind of the best part. You have like you have all these like like Danny was describing, right? You have you have the uh, you got Chio, you got Osaka, Tomo, uh, Kagura, Yomi, Sakaki, and then their teachers too, who are like also basically acting like kids. Yeah, <laughs> the teachers yeah. are ir- like irresponsible, especially uh, what's her name, uh, Yukari. Yukari, she, she's yeah. like a really terrible driver and stuff, and yeah, like it, it feels, it, it does feel like a like an earlier Kon, I would say. But Kon is more like bittersweet and like tr- tries to make you like tear up a little bit at the end. Yeah, this one has I, a tiny bit of that, but this one's more just like pure comedy. I would also feel, yeah, I feel like this is definitely more comedy versus like what Kon yeah. is because I feel like Kon definitely has a story about it. Yeah, they got like a whole journey. So th- this one, yeah. this one's closer to Nichi Joe and Lucky Star. Yes, um, and yeah. like even School Rumble, and I'm just reading off the list of <laughs> of recommendations. The recommendations. Um. Oh, Daily Lives of High School Boys, even though mm-hmm. this is about girls. Asobi Asubase, kind of, too. A little bit. That one's a lot more extreme than this one in terms of, like, just, like, crazy, like, emotions and, yeah. you know, characters yelling and stuff. <laughs> um, this one has, like, more of the, of, like, the almost, like, the deadpan comedy or what, what do they call them? It's, like, brick jokes. I was listening to a podcast, and they, it's, like, a joke that you just, like, let sit for a while. <laughs> it's, like, not oh, funny. Yeah. And, then it, and then it eventually becomes funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like Tomo does that a lot. I don't know about you. Yeah, they're like shaggy dog jokes. Like, yeah, it's kind of like like a Norm Macdonald type of joke almost. Some of them. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like unrelated jokes. Anyway, but yeah, it's it's uh, oh, what is it? Uh, X XKCD. Kind of reminds me of that sometimes. But yeah, this is uh. This is just like it's just really funny. Like it, 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 it. it uh, how do you, how do I say this? It kind of is. What do you call it? It. Uh, I've already said that. I've already said that it influenced the the future comedies mm-hmm. for anime. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Well, let me just ask you a question, Danny. While I while I think of what yeah. to say, who yeah. is your favorite character in Azumanga Taiyo? Ooh. Who is my favorite? That is actually a really good question. Hang on. Let me look at at least all of them. Ah, I would have to say it would probably be between... Uh, one. You get one pick. Co- oh, damn it. Fuck. Um, okay. I'll just pick Sakaki. Only because... Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, only because she she's quiet. And I mean, like, the... She has very few. She has very few words, um, but I, I feel like the the one of my favorite moments of, of Sakaki is when um, Osaka gets hiccups, and they're trying to figure out how to like get her hiccups to go away, and they literally tried everything. But and then they went up to Sakaki and, and they're all like, hey, what should we do? And and she like started talking about like this old folk tale about to get rid of hiccups and like oh, okay. it <laughs> actually did not work <laughs> and stuff. And she's all like, oh, um, well, you can try holding your breath. And, <laughs> and then, you know, Ahsoka just 
tried to hold her breath and Tumble was all like, oh, well, that didn't take long. And then they, they like fucking punched her in the diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the solar plexus. <laughs> yeah. So um, and and the whole sole fact of her trying to like befriend that one cat that keeps biting her hand and everything um, I mean, she just loves animals. Uh, like she, she's that's literally like, that's like the main storyline of Azabanga Dio's yeah, the cat. <laughs> she, she's literally Sakagi's literally the person. Like she's the friend that if she goes to a party and there's an animal there, she's going to be sitting next to that animal and just hang out with that animal all day. And that's me. Okay. So all right, that's fair. Okay, guess who my favorite is. And it might be the same, but it might be different. Let's find out. Who, who do you think my favorite is? <sighs> of, the, of the girls. Not It's not going to be the guy. It's not the teacher guy. <laughs> uh, is it Osaka? Woo! There yeah, we go. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. The fucking, She's so like, spacey. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. I feel the, like, like she she like generates a lot of the best jokes or some of the best jokes. Yeah, and and like she's a little psychopath at, during yeah, yeah. the fucking <laughs> uh like summer vacation. When they go thing. when they go to Chio's family's uh, like cuz Chio's rich like, and they go to her yeah, family's Yeah, like the cabin, cabin or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah. I remember like that. In, or they they go to Okinawa, I think. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, there's just so many good bits with Osaka. She's she's always just kind of like she <laughs> Because she's from Osaka, that's why they call her Osaka. That's not her actual name, but she's she's just. How how do you describe like what type of character she is? She's just very ditzy and slow and spacey. I posted the uh, okay, so I found a King of the Hill comparison (laughs) to anime. I posted it in our chat. We can post it on the in the Discord too. But it's um, it's so it's different. It's different character archetypes. There's the there's the bokeh archetype. The Sukomi and then the Moe through helplessness and the seemingly perfect. And <laughs> it like goes down. It's got, uh, oh, so it has Azumanga Dayo. Oh, what is the second one there? Is that uh, one of the kindergarten shows? Then you have, uh, oh my God, what is this other one? What are you I don't know the at? third one. I looked at it in at? our chat. But anyway, there, there's, a, there's a grid of different shows, right? It has different oh, characters oh, listed. Oh. Uh, and then um, you, you eventually have Lucky Star, and then you have Clan Ad, and then it, at the very bottom you have King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah. You got like Dale, Hank, uh, Bill, and Boomhauer, <laughs> just like sitting there. I like how I like how uh, Dale is the uh, the Moe one because <laughs> he oh, kind of God. is like. But yeah, so so um, Osaka is the Moe through helplessness because she is she's like so forgetful and like. And just, and just like pretty dumb, but in a in a lovable way, and like so like one of my favorite uh, bits from her is when uh, they're so yeah they're at the cabin and she's like I've always wanted to wake someone up with a frying pan, yeah. and, and oh I, by the way I watched the dub the sub the subtitle is also like excellent but the dub is, yeah. is almost as I good, mean I, I feel like I feel like early two thousands is pretty much where we started watching anime and. That is what was available for us, and and the dub is definitely a classic. And and I feel like the dub for all the characters really portray them really really well. Yeah, who did the dub? Was that ADV or somebody? Let's see. Um, ADV, ADV. Yeah, ADV uh, and, Ascent, did, oh, ADV, did a ADV lot. and and Sentai. It looks like. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe they work together around it. Um, I didn't research that, but I just lo- reading the licensors. But anyway, yeah. yeah so they anybody from Osaka, they they give them a southern accent because <laughs> that's like the yeah. south of Japan. And she's like, I've always wanted to wake someone up with a frying pan. So she walks into, I think it's a, one of the teachers. It's Yukari or uh It's Koyomi. most likely Yukari. Yeah, she walks into into their room while she's sleeping and she but she like the way she they a- shoot it and like they, they panel it out is like she has a knife and it's like a horror movie and she's like just standing in the doorway and then the teacher wakes up and she's and like she has ah! this freaking scary ass like happy smile kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, she just has like a blank stare because that's all she does. <laughs> And then, uh, and then she's like, "Oh, you're already awake." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, yeah, that, that's kind of like the the main bit. But yeah, th- there's there's a lot of funny bits, um, kind of like that. Uh, I, I can't list all of them off because honestly, I don't remember all of them. I wrote down a few, but uh, also, I think Chio would be my second favorite because she's also like the Chio butt is... of jokes. Like they bully her so much. Yeah, and the fact that like. Also, when they go to Chio's house, Chio's dad is portrayed as a weird cat. Oh yeah, Chio's dad. Yeah. It's like I think it's like literally named Chio's dad, isn't it? Yeah, it's Chio's father. Yeah. Chio's father, and that, yeah. okay, so isn't that only visible to Sakaki? Is that the yes, thing? yes? And it's only in a few scenes in the show, and it's it's yeah. like on the cover art, and you're like, wow, this must be the main character. <laughs> yeah. Uh. The so the description on on Annie list is Chio's father first first appears when. Within a dream of Sakaki's where he is given where he's given to her as a pet, claiming to be both a cat and Shio's father. In an episode not long after, a stuffed doll in his likeness is given to Chio for her birthday. He continues making appearances at at regular uh inter intervales throughout the series, most often in Sakaki's daydreams. So yeah. He's like, He's pretty, thank you for that, taking care of my daughter. Yeah, that, and not only that, but like that cat is is pretty much like the mascot of yeah, it's like a Azumanga Dio. So, and I think it shows up in other anime as like a cameo. I've definitely seen it in other anime. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, it kind of looks like, like Osaka a little it bit. It shoots, it shoots up like a rocket in the in the OP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, the OP and ED for the show are it's bangers. They're so, so good. So good. So They're like good, ultimate classics. These are some of the best of all time, in my opinion. Um, they get like stuck in your head and like it, it's like perfect. Like this is exactly how anime like soundtracks should be, you know? It gets it gets like a like an earworm. That's what you call it. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's just it's And just I heard really, really that good. the the OP actually Who like did those. Um it was oh Sor- Soramimi cake by oranges and lemons and raspberry heaven by oranges and lemons. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, now that I, I said raspberry heaven, anybody who's seen this is, is like hearing that raspberry in their head. Raspberry heaven. Do I I always freaking dance with a Sora Mimi cake. Like it's it's such a like nice little kind of crazy kind of you, you literally expect what is going to happen 
even in the animation of the OP, like, that's exactly what the show is as well. Like, you see what you get. Yeah, exactly. It almost seems like it, it's kind of like a blend between older OPs and newer OPs, where mm-hmm. it's, you have, like, kind of an old style to it, but it's, like, better animation, and, like, yeah. they're, you know, you got, like, the chibi characters running around doing stuff, but... It's just it's just so good, like everything about it. This is like this reminds me a lot of Nichi Joe, but without like the insane Sakaga. Like it has actually pretty good animation, but it's just uh yeah, it, it it's it's like the the prototype. But it's mm-hmm. also one of the best ones still. Yeah. I think it's one I think it's one of the best anime comedies. I think so. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. Um so uh, do we want to wrap this up and say what our final scores are for it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And and before I go, uh, so so I I watched the review. It, of uh, I watched a couple of reviews on YouTube of this, and one of them was actually really good by this person named Hazel. I think that's just their channel name, and I can't believe I've never heard of them. They actually have like quite a few subs, but um, so everybody subscribe to that. They so they 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 had a really good review of this. And uh, so they had. They said that it, it the show kind of has like four main features. It's like the arc, the character archetypes, the comedy, the sincerity, and the passage of time. And that kind of makes a lot of sense to me because all of that kind of blends together where it, it makes sense. It's not just totally random. Like there is a passage of time. Like the characters are just living their high school lives. Like they do a bunch of sports festivals and summer winter break type stuff and and homework and all that. And you can tell like wh- when it is and all that. So. That's really cool. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the, for, for me, the main thing is this, is the comedy and sincerity and archetypes. Like, those are kind of the big ones. And I think this does it really well. Um, but, yeah, one of my other – last, one last favorite scene I have is <laughs> just just Google – go to YouTube and type in uh, Chio Height and uh, watch that clip. That will well, convince you, you to watch the, the show. <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like the dub is better for that one. But uh, the sub is really adorable. good too. The sub yeah, is really good too. Yeah, it's still adorable. Yeah, it's titled "Did You Take My Height?" <laughs> yeah, and she's and like accusing Sakaki of, Sakaki. of taking her height because because yeah. she's like five years younger than them, but she thinks she took her height. So that's just a really funny scene. And watching that would be like, all right, I'm watching the show. Like that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not gonna describe it too much, but it's it's so good. Um, but yeah, yeah, one of my one of my favorite anime comedies I've watched so far. Uh, I actually didn't give it a score yet because i forgot but <gasps> blast let's see. for me i think i have to rewatch it i'm gonna give it a tentative eight right now okay. which is pretty good for me yeah and i think if i rewatch it i might bump it to a nine who knows okay part of it was like i, I had to binge some of it and that's it's more fun to watch this type of show like in a smaller chunk. So pretty like casual, one, like one or two a day. You know, this is this is a some this is something that you can easily just put on TV and not like have it as like background noise or anything like that. But it's definitely like that chill kind of show where it's it's an easy watch. Yeah, definitely. But the thing about it is, like, since it doesn't have, like, that overarching storyline, like Black Lagoon or something, it's mm-hmm. harder to binge it. So, like, with this yeah. type of thing, I would recommend just watching a couple episodes a day or whatever is convenient. Don't yeah. try to do it all in one day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But that's it. Awesome show. Thanks for the wreck. Now I'm on you the can. 20th floor, Danny. Oh, my God. Um, we did all of I watched all of it in the elevator. <laughs> um, also, you can find this 
on uh, High Dive, by the way. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say. And I think it's on... It, it was uh, sold, too, as physical copies uh, pretty recently. You can uh, you can buy it for I mean, price. it's hard to find. You can't... I mean, you can find it, but I think they're expensive now because I don't think... I don't think anyone bought the rights uh, for it to be re-released or anything like that. So... So um, let's see. I mean, you can try. You can try finding it off. Of I mean, you can get. Like you can get. Yeah, you can get the DVDs for for like thirty bucks, give or take. Mm. Depending on which edition you get, I think if you get like one of the old ones, it's it's like a lot more. But probably. Uh, I'm just quickly looking, but yeah, you can. I would just stream it. Just stream it. But yeah, yeah. it's worth buying for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Definitely something in an anime collection or manga collection as well. You know what's really funny is I have Ozumanga Dio and Black Lagoon on my shelf right now, and they're both next to each other. Oh, my <laughs> it's like God. like al- alphabetical. <laughs> 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 well, speaking of Black Lagoon... Oh, yeah. I assume right there, Sam has inserted the OP. All right, so Black Lagoon. Um, I don't have the page pulled up. Here we go. So Black Lagoon is a 2006 anime. Uh, also, it, it had an OVA in 2010. This was this is just like an action shoot 'em up It's kind of like uh, Fast and the Furious meets like Quentin Tarantino. Uh, you know, just like... A lot of swearing, a lot of crazy action. It's set in the real world, but it's kind of unrealistic, or maybe really unrealistic. <laughs> it's almost kind of like Baki too, where like everything is like super crazy. But yeah, yeah so you have uh, and, and uh, as far as anime, I, I compare it a little bit to Cowboy Bebop. It's it's like I, a, it's I, not the same, yeah. but it's 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 like it's very they, you, it's it has similar traits. Yeah, you have a group of like, or or maybe like Guardians of the Galaxy with a little less comedy, <laughs> if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, because um, you have a group of of, of like kind of uh, anti heroes, not anti heroes. What do you call them? Maybe anti heroes, but just people who are kind of they're anti-hero. bad guys. Yeah, yeah, they're bad guys, but you root for them, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're they're it's the Lagoon Company. You have uh, Revy, you have Rock, you have uh, oh god, what's it? Benny, and then you have uh, Dutch, and that's Dutch. kind of the main four. And they are in this. This uh, place called Ranapur, which I don't know if that's a real place or not. It's a fictional place. It's a fictional in, in Thailand. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be near Thailand. So, <clears throat> and basically uh, in Ranapur, it's like kind of a lawless land where you know the, the the cops are all crooked, everybody's crooked. You just have gangs like running everything. Uh, one of the main gangs is is from uh, is is the Russian. Uh, the what is it? The Moscow uh, Hotel Moscow Hotel Moscow, and uh, the other gang is. Is it is it from China? It's uh. There is a couple. There's um. By the, co- the cartel. Chang, Chang is the other guy. Yeah, they got they yeah. got various gangs in there too. Actually, pretty much every gang <laughs> is in Ranapur. Yeah. Uh, but one of the main ones is yeah Hotel Moscow and Balalaika is one of the main one of the main characters that they they work with often. So is She's Chang. A crazy he's, bitch. He's from another gang. Um. Yeah, they're all insane. <laughs> they're all like, as as Rock would say, they're all uh, what is it in the in the twilight or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah, I don't know how he describes yeah. that, but like they're all kind of like dead, or, or they're like the Walking Dead, like Revue was saying, like they're all 
they're they're very close to death, so they're not really afraid of it because like they're constantly fighting. <laughs> so yeah, and, and like Black Lagoon, the whole point is like you just have this this lagoon company, and they're trying to do different jobs and make money, and they get caught up in these bigger uh, schemes and and uh, uh, gang wars and stuff like that. And that's kind of the basic gist of it. Uh, you get crazy action, especially in the first few episodes. Like you get a you get a what do you call it? Their their boat takes down a helicopter with a torpedo. <laughs> They do like they jump the boat. It's like full. It's like a Fast and Furious, hundred percent, right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's hilarious, but yeah, and, and like every like every other minute, they're swearing, they're saying fuck, they're saying shit, and like cocksucker. It, <laughs> yeah, cocksucker. <laughs> one of my favorite side characters is uh, is is the uh, Revy calls her Chinglish. <laughs> She's like this uh, Chinese yeah. assassin lady. Yeah, it, it's great. Uh, sh- her name is uh, Shenhua, but. Yeah, so Black Lagoon, it's just like an action shoot 'em up, uh, lots of swearing, super fun. Studio, his, who did this one? Studio Madhouse. Madhouse, yep. Directed by Sunao Katabuchi. and uh, oh, Tetsuro Araki uh, helped as well. That makes a lot of sense because he does crazy stuff like this. He works with Madhouse a lot. Um, let's see, who's the mangaka originally? Ray Hiroe. Ray, yeah, hero, and he, and so apparently, as far as the manga goes, it's not finished because he's taken multiple hiatuses. Because like he, according to an article, he was dealing with depression. So <laughs> just like every well, manga has every so many problems. But also, uh, not too long ago, they the um, who was it? Uh, I have it in my notes here. Uh, Monthly Sunday Magazine GX just revealed uh, a spinoff of Black Lagoon that centers around uh, Etta, um, who is the undercover CIA agent. The ripoff church? Yeah, yeah. They literally name it the ripoff church. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it centers around her in in her rookie days. So that's actually kind of interesting. And... um, Makes me actually kind of want to read it, really. It's not finished though. There's only like 13 volumes, and it's it's still like it's just off and on hiatus. Yeah. So well, I mean that's the same thing with Nana. Nana is not finished either. So and that's yeah. been that sucks a while. So, um, but yeah, the the way the Black Lagoon works is like there's they they do a bunch of like jobs. Like pretty much every arc is a few episodes, give or take. And there's different yeah. heists going on, different uh, you know kidnappings and stuff that they got to deal with, and that's kind of the that's kind of the deal. So, the first season has like I think four arcs, give or take. Second season has I think only like two or three, but yeah, that's that's the deal with the show. So, what do you think, Danny? Um. So I mean, I def- I kind of had like a rough start with it. I felt like it it definitely has like a slow pace and I did catch myself uh not paying attention on certain things so I was just like oh they take a helicopter down with a boat how's that slow well after that no I mean I just feel like there was just a little a lot of dialogue for me to like pay attention or I don't know if it's because I was tired from heavy work flow um or anything like that um so, I mean, but the action scenes were great. I mean, that whole scene with the fucking boat and the helicopter um, was insane. And um, 
was it i think in uh the fucking psycho maid roberta um that shit was crazy um when revy and roberta were fighting like they they were just like two peas in the pod and everything like that and they were just going at it with each other so and oh yeah roberta she has, she has her own spinoff the the ovas yeah yeah which i actually really enjoyed those ovas a lot for you so, you said it got better as you went along yeah show, i mean right? like that that's what i'm saying like like to me it was a little bit of a slow start uh but as kind of as the, as the story progressed and everything, it started to get better, and I started to become a little bit more intrigued in the story. I personally think season two was was better for me. Um, a lot of people and a lot of reviews that I've read or watched, really, like Glass Reflection, he said that season one is better for him, and he said that season two was like they kind of like went off the chain and they didn't really follow like the formula for uh black lagoon too much so yeah because a lot of it was in japan yeah well like that the like the ending like those last i want to say maybe like four episodes of season two was in japan and stuff yeah i think it was five yeah um what is it um I, i would say um Episode four had two stories being told. One story takes takes you back to uh, 1945 on a Nazi warship and back to the present with the Black Lagoon crew was hired to retrieve the warship's val- uh, valuables. So that was pretty interesting um, how it went back from 1945 to like World War II. And, you know, it just kind of tells you the story on what goes on on that warship and then it goes back to the present where they're trying to find that one painting so and that's kind of where uh you see like with rock because rock is kind of the type of character that the audience can relate to because in the beginning of the show you're introduced to rock where he's just an ordinary Japanese businessman and he gets hired to go overseas and to deliver this disc and it gets hijacked from the Lagoon Company and they decide to like take Rock as ransom and stuff. So throughout the story, Rock is kind of that person where he is like the outside perspective for the audience. And he has a little bit more... Um, empathy for the people that um, the Black Lagoon Company um, comes in contact with. And so, like, so, for example, you know, Rock doesn't really like killing. So, and he always questions on, like, why do we have to fucking kill people? And yeah, he's like the guy in uh, Goodfellas. He's like uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, yeah. So, and and like like I said, Rock has more sympathy for others, whereas pretty much everyone else on Roanapur really does not see a difference between objects and skulls. So, um, I think it was, 
I think it was in uh, season two or something like that, either season two or the OVA, where Rock was talking to Benny and Benny told him, like, I used to be like you, um, you know, used to have empathy for people. But then over time, like, I just realized that Roanapur is really not that type of place where you're trying to save people. Like, it's just not no good things yeah, it's happens a, it's, it's in a this gutter. show. <laughs> like, no good things happen. They survive. <laughs> Black Lagoon survives, but... Yeah, people, well, a lot of people die. <laughs> a lot of people die in this show. They're all so. red shirts. They're disposable. <laughs> um, so I, I will say on the downside, especially for season two, and I watched the dub, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. Dub only for the show. Do not watch the sub for Black Lagoon. That's how good the dub is. I don't care if you only watch subs. For this show, you watch the dub. I would say, I don't know. I feel like I would want to rewatch it in the sub just to see what it's like because my only one complaint about this show was in season two when they went to Japan and Rock was the interpreter for Bella Laika and um what did i write here in my notes did um, it put the oh, subtitles or something here so the downside of the episodes in season two is that there are no subtitles for whenever bella Laika would speak to japanese uh speaking characters yeah. but, they, but Rock, the thing is they explain it though right after i guess but there were there were some times whenever bella Laika was present in front of japanese characters and those japanese characters would be talking and they wouldn't really translate on what they were saying yeah so that's probably a, a problem with w- whatever source you were watching which well, sometimes even animation i know and sometimes the official sources suck with that well <laughs> sometimes a fan sub I, is even better but yeah. i don't know i would say funimation is pretty good with their you know s- putting subtitles and stuff so um yeah. Well, but, I would say that's like not a big deal because they explain it right away and you can tell from context clues. Yeah, and, and I mean, you really... He's on, just translating and Bella yeah. like is like the main one in the scene, so... And I would say, I definitely would say that like that kind of doesn't really matter in a way because you're not there to understand what they're saying because you kind of get the premise on why Bella Leica is there and to begin with, so... Um, yeah, but I mean, that was just like one little nitpick that I had about it. So, but this show was just fucking insane. I think throughout the whole entire thing, I was just saying that uh, I I would go on Discord and say, yeah, like, no one gives two shits about anybody. Yeah. (laughs) No one gives two shits about shits, like... Well, they they do so. and they don't because like there's there's it, this is actually a surprisingly good romance show kind of because Revy and Rock are like they have a romance but they they never well it's it's I don't a love spoil hate happens, relationship but, about them yeah they, 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 it's like a weird romance it's not like what you would expect yeah and and uh, and the 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 nun is always teasing Revy about it. <laughs> I love. She's like, Edda. did you did you get the goods? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Etta though. I think Etta is great. I honestly, I think, I think they. I, I would have loved to see a little bit more of the church, really, and more of of Sister Yolanda and. Um, yeah, the old that, lady with the golden gun. Yeah, like. <laughs> oh man, when, know. when they were when they were protecting the girl, like the 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 computer hacker, or no, what do you call it? Uh, Counterfeiter 
counterfeiter. She's, yeah, she was she a She had like her counterfeit plates bag and she she took solace in the church or sanctuary in the church and like, you know, the, the group of guys drove up and they're chasing her and they're like, ah, oh, bring her out, blah, blah, blah. And like one of them shoots at him and Revy's like, you fucking fucks. And yeah, like they both pull yeah. out their guns and they're just like, they just like lay down a huge amount of fire on these cars. Yeah. <laughs> and then the and old lady comes like, in and shoots a fucking grenade from her gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or yeah. like an explosive. It's just crazy. But um, I just definitely would have liked to see a little bit more of Nuns like, with guns. what goes on in in that church, really, um, or the rip well the rip off church and stuff. I mean, they they definitely do a lot of um, smuggling, um, yeah, especially with firearms. It could be a CIA like thing too, because uh, well, uh, that's I, the CIA. But she, maybe yeah, she's working it, by herself. She could be alone. So she might she might be. I don't know. Well, that's the thing too. Like you really uh, in this show. I feel like that's what's great about this show, and and it's kind of similar to Cowboy Bebop because with 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 Spike's past. I mean, you only know like a handful of things on. But that's about good, Spike. though. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to learn too much. Yeah, you know? and and that's the thing about this show too is you don't really know too much about these characters. I mean, the only person that yeah. you really know about is is Rock, and it's where like he's the, from. That's like stuff. the beauty of like the old Star Wars things when he's like, "Oh, I did the the whatever run in in twelve parsecs or whatever." Han like Han Solo, right? Like you mm-hmm. don't know a lot yeah. about him, but that's what makes him mysterious and cool. And yeah. then they made the movie about him as in the past, and it's like, come on, we don't need this, you know. Like, I mean, it was, it was still that, movie, that but, movie was still fun. I, I enjoyed that movie, but it was unnecessary, is what I'm saying. To you, it was. It's good to have a little bit of mystery. A little bit, but um, I mean, you you definitely get a few sprinkled um, like flashbacks on like what Revy's past was like. You even get a little um, sprinkle on what Edda was like, uh, especially especially run. during that counterfeit episode where um, one of the cart I think, oh, um, the guy who was hired from, I think, through, I can't remember. I think it was the Italian mafia or something like that. I can't remember. But the guy... He was from fucking Florida and stuff, and he had like oh that yeah cow- yeah yeah he had that cowboy hat and and everything, and he was at gunpoint in front of Etta, and Etta didn't have her sunglasses on, and the dude was all like, "Oh hey, you look familiar." Like, I can't put my finger on it, but were you ever like? ever at this place or something like that and she goes like i have no idea what you're talking about but i you know i was born in, in alabama or something like that yeah it kind of like, gives no, a little no, bit no. of her backstory just a yeah taste. yeah and he's like no 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 i know you're from somewhere and then you know then like you kind of see like a flashback of like this kind of like banquet kind of thing and then you realize that etta is cia and then she fucking shoots the guy and then that's it. Like, only the audience knows that Etta is from the CIA. So, and and the topic at hand for that isn't really spoken about ever again until I would say maybe the OVA, really. So, but um, did you watch the OVA before or? Um, yeah, I watched it way back. I watched it maybe okay. five years ago when I when I first watched this. Okay. Actually, Black Lagoon was one of the first shows I watched when I came back into anime in like I think 2016, or okay. maybe 20, 2015, maybe. No, yeah, 2015 was when I watched it last. 
and then I rewatched it for the pod. Didn't I didn't get to the uh, Roberta's Blood Trail Roberta, yet? Yeah, I really. I mean, I enjoyed season two, uh, especially the first two episodes with the um, incestuous vampire twins. Oh yeah, the ending of this is, that was really cool too. Oh my god, it was so fucked. That was a up. great. That was like a cowboy bebop ending. Like <laughs> yeah, it was so fucked up though. It's just like oh damn, like they really. This show went is basically there. cowboy bebop. Come on, <laughs> it's cowboy bebop <laughs> with a lot more fucks. <laughs> it's 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 cowboy bebop without the jazz and yeah. The there's spaceships. no jazz. There they is replaced, no jazz. At they replaced all. jazz and spaceships with just <laughs> huge depressing ominous sounds with fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Revy is just like fucking fuck. <laughs> I actually um, say that in real life. Like when I mess something up, I'm like fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah, you do. When you get mad, you're just like fucking shit. God damn it! Like <laughs> <laughs> that's not because of Revy. That's just because I'm upset at like inanimate objects. But um, yeah that that those those twins, man. Like they didn't. That's like trauma right there. And I I mean. They were like from The Shining, it looked like. <laughs> it was like creepy and everything, and it was weird too. But you also had like some sort of sympathy for them because of what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, what, that's when Benny explains it to Rock. Yeah. That, yeah, you yeah. can't really save him or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I feel like that's where you kind of... I feel like season two is definitely where Rock kind of really develops into, you know, doesn't really give a shit. And he's starting to, like, realize that he can't save everyone who come who walks into Roanapur and stuff. Um, and I feel like the OVA, uh, Roberta's blood, tri- blood trial, was definitely a good portrayal. Blood trail, not trial. Oops, trail, whatever. <laughs> It's a trial too. It's the same thing, yeah. <laughs> what is what is a trail but a trial? <laughs> um, but I I really enjoyed the OVA a lot. I, I it was good enough, especially to go back to a side character like Roberta because Roberta was fucking crazy. Um, oh yeah, she was like she was like uh. Revy doppelganger kind of but she yeah she, she was like ultra super strong too like her she had like chitoge nisekoi gorilla grip <laughs> oh yeah yeah um i mean she i i really enjoyed that whole story like with the whole lovelace households and especially back in venezuela and how you over time you find out who Roberta really is and she was actually a, an assassin and from Cuba and stuff and she's actually like internationally wanted and stuff so and she pretty much refugeed to the Lovelace household because her father was best friends with um uh Garcia's father so and yeah, it, it's her character. I feel like her whole character design was just awesome. Um, oh yeah, it was it was sweet. She kind of she almost looked like a nun, but not. Or she was like a maid, really. But. Well, she was a maid, really. Yeah. And and the first time you see her in oh, it's in so the first, awesome <laughs> in the first season alone, it, like when she walks into that bar and you know she's all like, "Excuse me, sir," like, but I'm I'm trying to find you know my my associate. He you know. I've been told that I can find him here and stuff. 
and everyone's just like telling her fuck off and everything and she's all like sir you really don't want to piss me off kind of thing and yeah, then yeah. you know the cartel <laughs> she's the looking cartel for the colombian comes. cartel or, or whatever. yeah the colombian cartel comes and there are they just fucking start shooting up the place and you know she at so calmly she goes you know i'm sorry but like i have if you're going to be shooting at me then i'm just going to start you know blazing and she has a freaking shotgun umbrella and she just starts yeah. shooting up people <laughs> and everything and and like revy and the gang walk in and revy's like dutch i know what i want for christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can we just talk about dutch for a second oh he's awesome he's like see this is why it's like cowboy bebop he's, he's the black guy who's the pilot <laughs> it's the same thing. no it's, it's not the same but Dutch is great. I feel like Dutch is No, he's great. awesome. He's really, he's like super rock solid and like he knows what he's about. Yeah. And like, I mean, he definitely doesn't take no shit. Like. He yeah. He's like is. talking back to Nazis and stuff. Like <laughs> it's, it's he awesome. will, um, I mean, even with, with Bella Laika and with the whole, like um, when the, um, who is it? Uh, Gretel, the, 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 the twin female, the twin girl, um, she hired uh, Lagoon to transport her to get out of uh, Roanapur and stuff, but Bella was tracking her down and stuff, and Bella called up um, Dutch and was all like, you know what you're doing, right? And he's all like, yeah, but it's a job, you know? And she's all like, all right, well, you know, it's your funeral. So, and then he goes to the drop-off and the guy who was there to do the handoff fucking shoots up Gretel and that's that. And, you know, the guy was all like, Bella Leica called me and gave me a bigger offer. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're mercenaries. They're literally just mercenaries. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, the, the OVA, I feel like, was so well good, like, so well animated, even though it's it's OVAs later usually like it's, are. it's 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 from the ova is from 2010 um so and there's only five episodes but and they're they're 30 minutes long each but i feel like it's so worth watching from the first season on because uh, the ova definitely really goes into really well detailed uh about the lovelace family and how freaking psychotic roberta is and because i mean she pretty much does the same thing that she did in the first season when garcia was sold and she just wanted to to find him and rescue him but this this was different this was garcia's father got um murdered during a political rally and um uh, Roberta pretty much tracks down all the the people that were associated with the, with that murder and stuff, and she kind of just goes AWOL and literally goes on a bloody rampage throughout Ranaper. And this is where I was talking about where Rock kind of starts to uh, form and like kind of predict on what happens. And I feel like that's why I enjoyed Rock in this in this OVA so much because he kind of like predicted on what was going to happen and everything. Yeah. Um, 
I got. I'm gonna so, rewatch that OVA after this. <laughs> it's. I might as well, you know. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. And I've gotten this far. It's. It's. I. I really. I think I enjoyed the OVA a lot more than I did the actual show. Um. So. But so it gets better and better. It does, and I will say. Um, I think the first our, season is is bomb. I think the first season is, is awesome. I mean, I. I I watched a lot of reviews again. Um, Glass Reflection said that he liked the first season a lot more. Um, our our friends over at the Anime Brothers did a review on um, Black Lagoon. Our friends at Weebology also did uh, a Black Lagoon review. I didn't get the chance to listen to theirs yet um, to see what their opinions were on it. Um but I, I'm going to be the opposite of you. Like, I think I liked the second season a lot more than I did the first season. Only yeah, because there's definitely I feel a bigger like, story arc. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's what really draw like invested my attention in it was pretty much that last arc when they went to Japan and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I I think I like more so the story arcs versus just like the random um, kind of stories that just they decide to throw in there kind of thing. So, but yeah, I mean, I still enjoyed it regardless on how I feel about the first season and everything like that. So. Yeah, and, and one thing I want to mention too is the, uh, the dialogue is really – it's really fun. Like in between swear words, they actually have some pretty great quotes. Yeah, yeah. Like at pretty much every character does. It's it 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 really does feel like one of those like classic like action movies. Uh, like for me, it feels a lot like a Tarantino movie. Where like the way they talk, it's not the same yeah. level of dialogue as Tarantino. It's not quite that level. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's like it's still for an anime for anime dialogue. It's actually pretty good. For sure, for sure. And I will say the OP for this is such a banger. Oh, yeah, the OP. ED is pretty good, too. But, yeah, the OP, the OP uh, is I really good. I hate the ED. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate okay. the ED. I like the ED. I know it's I not very it. famous at all. The I hate it. It's so, I get, like. The reason I like it is because I can get people on anime music quiz with that one. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I hate the OP it. OP is good. The OP is good. All-timer. Yeah. Oh, a red red fraction by Mel is the o- OP and Don't Look Behind by uh Edison who also did the music for for um Black Lagoon is. But you so. have to admit the one time where they did the ED with the little girl walking on the beach, that was cool. Oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I will sweet. admit that. So but yeah, I mean even the side characters are super wacky, uh, like Nick said. Um, Shang Hua is—I I mean, I, I love Shang Hua too. She she was hilarious when she's like give, talking shit to Revy and, and ba- they're doing the back and forth. It's fucking uh-huh. great. Like they're it's, they're ch- getting chased by the, uh, the one of the gangs. I don't remember who it was, and that was just awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then the freaking Irish driver who was fucking yeah, stoned, <laughs> getting super fucking high, or like he's. he's I don't even know how he could get that high, but he, he was on like mushrooms or something. I, yeah. I don't know, but 
Trevor DeVille did his voice, and I think he did an amazing, amazing Irish accent. Um, Jerry Jewell is usually the guy who does really good at um, uh, European uh, and Russian accents, but Trevor Trevor DeVille, he definitely did a great job. Who did that. Revy again? I got to find this out. Revy... Hang on. I'm only doing. I'm only talking dub here. Honestly, I've yeah. never watched the sub, and I refuse to. <laughs> oh, uh, Mariki Hendrixi. Whoa, I can't pronounce that at all. Never heard of that person. Um, she did a phenomenal job, and this is why. This is why English is so much better. Because, like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but in Japanese, do they have like official swear words? I'm not I like 100% don't. sure. They don't have it in the same way that we do anyway. Like they don't just have like a whole list of like bad swear words. Yeah. It's like um, a little I, different, but that's why this I, is good because they can just yeah. throw it in there. I, well, uh, to be fair, I mean, there are a lot of different um, ethnicities in this show. Like, Yeah, and that's why that's why the English so, stuff is better. Yeah, it, I Japan, feel like, like it, it Japanese, it they can only really do good. one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're yeah. excellent at Japanese, but like when they try to bring somebody to do another accent, like they can't do it. Um, so. Brad Swell, who also did Light Yagami and Death Note, is Rock. And oh shit, that's where he's from. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean Redman is Dutch, and Brian Drummond is Benny. So, and then Bella Laika is Patricia Drake. I don't think Patricia. Did every a whole every lot. single no, a- voice didn't. actor in this hits it out of the park. All of them. It's like, great. It's absolutely great. Like they make so. they they make you want to listen to them. So that's why. Yeah, this is one of the few du- like instances where the dub is just it's it's like Cowboy Bebop again because like it's so much better to watch the dub. Like I'm not even gonna entertain the idea of watching the sub. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stubborn. possible way the sub could be even close to this. Uh, I'm like I said, I I don't know. I didn't watch the sub, so I can't. I don't have a good argument for it. So that's right. Know. There is no good argument. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I so I gave the first season a seven. And the second season, I think I gave the second season a seven point five. Yes, I did. I gave this. I gave the second season and the OVA a seven point five. Oh, you're an Annie list, so you can do point fives. Okay. I can. I can. <laughs> well, in that case, I give it an eight point five. Of course, you did. <laughs> oh, uh, I gave Azamanga Dial a nine. By the way. I forgot yeah. to say that. I'm going to give both of these an 8.5. 8.5 of what? 8.5, uh, uh, let's see, Machine Gun Umbrellas. Machine Gun Umbrellas. <laughs> and uh, for the Osmong and Dio, 8.5 Chio's Fathers. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Um, okay, I give Azamanga Dayo a nine out of um, Sakaki bandaged hands. Oh, that, that was a good one. Yeah, nine like <laughs> cat bites. <laughs> cat bites, yeah. And Black Lagoon as a whole, I will. I'll, I'll as a whole, I'll give it. Bump it, um, up. Bump it up. All right, I'll give it an eight as a whole. Woo! 
uh, an eight out of um, oh, uh, an eight eight out of American spirits. I can't. I will have to say. I have oh. to. I, ha- I have to say. Fucking rock smoking American spirits. I I used to smoke cigarettes and. I, expensive, right? I've yeah. American spirits are are like organic cigarettes, but they taste disgusting. They were He's gross. saving the planet. I did not like them at all. I tasted. I was like, <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. So, um, yeah. No, I final thoughts. I will say, watch both of these, not at the same time. Because uh, they are just flip flop, just re- just uh, cycle through them. <laughs> they are completely one, different. One, two, one is two. like a little happy go lucky, and the other one is just if you want to fuck up, like if you want to be depressed for a little while. No, it's not or, depressing. It's action. <laughs> it's action, but it's so depressing all at the same time. <laughs> no way, because Revy is just she's just psychotic, and it's it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, she is a psycho bitch. Not they as psycho. Are, not as much as psych as well, psychotic as Roberta, though. They're not really psychotic. She's just kind of like a. She's just kind of like a. She's just misunderstood. She's an. She's an adrenaline junkie. That's more. That's more close to what uh, it is. Yeah, you know what? I will. I will. I agree with you with that. She is definitely an adrenaline junkie for sure. Um, she also has a fucking foul mouth too. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like every other word is a swear word. It's great. And cocksucker. She always says cocksucker all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the, uh, I like how Chinglish, she's like, I'm going to cut you a new asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and she does that. <laughs> Their banter is so good when, they, when they're when they talking to each other. I, 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 okay, one last thing. Um, I think it was when, with the counterfeiter, um, plates where the fucking Floridian hired everyone at the bar for like a thousand bucks oh, or something yeah. like that. And they and, found out it was Black Lagoon Company. They're like, yeah, you and, and they're all like, listen, pay. you got to give us more money because <laughs> you don't you, you don't know who these people are, but we do. So either you give us more money or we walk like that's it. So, yeah. um, Yeah, that's it. I I really enjoyed. Actually, I think I really enjoyed Black Lagoon a, a lot more than I thought I did. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz the more I keep talking about it, the more I'm like talking about funny moments that happened in it too. So, yeah. And that's kind of true with Osmongadio too. The like the highs of that show are so good. Um, but like, you know, it's like there's like like you're saying with Black Lagoon, there's a couple of downsides, but then it's like so what? If you get the upsides, uh, who cares? Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, that's it. Um, we're hoping to do more of these show swaps um, in the future. I'm hoping to either me do one with Sam or Nick does one with Sam because I feel like we have. I feel like Sam hasn't done a show swap with either of us. I already know what so. I'm giving Sam. So, well, don't Sam doesn't. Sam doesn't get a choice. Sam doesn't get a choice. At least we got choices. Yeah, <laughs> I really would have. I really. Oh, I want to do another one with you, but you have to watch Chobits. I really want to do one with Chobits. I'll, yeah, I'll watch Chobits. I, I that one has another op that sticks in your head. <laughs> yes, that's all I know does. about that show. Let me be with you. Oh God, love that one. 
<laughs> anyway, um, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed um, the dynamic duo, Danny and Nick, show. Um, so, but yeah. Um, this has been the Anime Summer Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Later. Fucking fuck. Fucking fuck. <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs>